Welcome to Nude Podcast. Uh, I am here with Degenerate Space. Um, Degenerate Space are an arts collective who do site-specific work uh, with in participatory performance, installation work revolving around the issues of uh, place, architecture, environment and identity. Um, Degenerate Space is three individuals that are sitting here with me uh, in their beautiful um, South London home. Uh, so it is uh, Alice Ashton, uh, Rosa Irwin Clark, and Molly Irwin Clark. So do you guys want to just 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 round the table? Just tell me a little bit about what you're doing uh, separately, and then we can go on about um, the general art space and play the songs that you guys have uh, chosen for us. So Rosa, what are you? You know, just in like. Two sentences. Um, I've moved to Margate this year um, and I'm an associate artist with Open School East which is an alternative art school and public venue Um, and I'm also a folk musician. Okay, nice. Um, How about you, Alice? Um, I am doing a few different things. Um, One of them is building some small sheds and uh, another one is organising a project called A Talk in the Park uh, which is pretty much what it says on the tin, A Talk in the Park. Okay and Molly what do you do? Um, I am also like involved somehow in some projects um, but at the moment I'm uh, interested and doing a lot of stuff with this choir called F Choir which is kind of like a feminist choir which is sort of all very like collaborative and um, sort of like looks at singing and sound in different ways and then also sort of like helping Alice with different things and um, yeah. And how did you know just in just very briefly how did how did you guys get to know each other I mean obviously you you know Molly and Rosie you guys are sisters I'm guessing. (laughs) And how so? How did you know? How did you guys meet initially? Um, me and Rosa yeah. met in the same year at okay. school. We cool. met at secondary. Yeah. yeah, and then we just all bonded. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. All right. So you guys have a playlist here for me, which involves uh, Kate and Anna McGregor. McGarrigal. McGarrigal. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got a, a song from uh, the Snoopy. Uh, yeah. a soundtrack the film from the 1970s and then we have London Road Company and Band mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. uh, Barbara Dane and can someone pronounce that Croatian uh, um, I just call it Oi de Vojko okay mm-hmm. cool so we'll start with uh, can you pronounce that for me Alice real quick uh, yeah this is Complain pour Saint Catherine okay cool so I I'd like to I'd like to kind of talk about how the Generate Art Space started coming together as a as a collective. Uh, when was it initially formed? Why do you decide to work with these issues? Do you guys want to you know talk to me a little bit about it from your own perspective about why you put this together? Sure. Um, I guess we were all like returning to London from different places. Um, in was it two thousand and fifteen? Yeah, I yeah. So like three years ago, I'd been away for a bit, and like maybe both of you had been at uni. Yeah. I think we were all just a bit like, uh, I don't know what the word is, just sort of a bit like confused about like how places had changed and mm. the places that we live in weren't like quite the same, and like how we felt about that, and we just sort of like wanted to talk to people and do things 
that, that had to do with the changing landscape, basically, yeah. of London. Mm. You, um, in the email that you guys sent me initially, yeah. you said about how you came back to London after studying. Yeah. And you were living in your home in, in South London. Yeah. And you could see everything change. Do you want to yeah. talk to me a little bit about that? Because I feel like that might have been your catalyst to kind of start yeah. this thing going a little bit. Yeah, um, I think I... Uh, so after uni, yeah, I think... I had never really thought about the concept of home very much mm-hmm. um, and kind of assumed that it was something that you kind of arrive at. Um, and then I went back to London after living in Brighton and I moved back in with uh, my dad and my brother who mm-hmm. I'd grown up with. Um, and I suddenly kind of felt like I had to start thinking about this concept of home and belonging and place in quite an overt way, which was quite unexpected. I never thought that I'd even have to think about those things. I think that's because it it just uh, became, un- it is unaffordable for and impossible. I didn't realise it was going to be actually impossible for me to live in this place that had always been my home, mm-hmm. uh, even though I'd never had to think about it like that. It was yeah. just where I'd grown up. But yeah. suddenly I had to think about it because it was like being called into question yeah. by... Things that okay. I can control. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, so was this was something that you guys all talked about. Like... Yeah, and then so from there, there's like an estate near where Alice lives, um, where well, Lambeth Council have like wanted to demolish it for like a, over five years now. I think it's since 2012. It's been like on the cards, and we just sort of it's just where Alice lives and by Brockwell Park, which is sort of somewhere where like we've all always gone. It's like okay. nearby, and we just sort of talk to people there and like hung around there a lot to see if people were interested in like making something we didn't really know what or have any idea or like any plan um (laughs) we just wanted to like see if people were up for it and then they were and it just sort of went from there um so so you guys have done uh like two two projects and you've done you've done one project in 2016 called the smallness inside the bigness and that was part of the London Festival of Architecture. Do we have any architects here? No. I'm just, no. <laughs> I, know, I know that you've done anthropology. Yeah. As a, and that I can understand, you know, the mm. why you would naturally go into architecture because, yeah. you know, building the city of the future is such a... Um, and then you also did Anti-University Now Festival in 2016. Yeah. Um, and then in 2017, you guys did a digital order walk in Paddington Basin mm-hmm. um, called Exciting New Development Coming Soon. Yeah. So I'm guessing that has that touches a little bit upon the the regeneration of, you know, what's what's happening in in London now. Mm. Yeah. Um so do you guys wanna tell me a little bit about these two projects and, you know, um, talk to me about how you um, interacted with with the communities around those areas? Because I'm guessing being able to understand what uh, background you guys come from and then going into an area and being able to connect with these people and mm. do good work mm. um, so do you want to like, talk to me a little bit about this process for you guys of these past two projects that you've done yeah so um, I think yeah I think it came they both came from a place of um, again kind of tying into this place of like London being such a mad place and in order to kind of fa- find any kind of footing in it uh, especially at the moment it's quite difficult I think mm-hmm. every kind of uh, identity or category or anything that you've probably ever associated yourself as being a part of is 
is kind of being called into question and, and, mm-hmm. and is, uh, yeah, not, not very solid. So I think it's, mm-hmm. a lot of them are about exploring, like both of those projects are about exploring that sense of kind of flux and change yeah. in, different, in different places. And I think the first one was like very sort of embedded in community and, and I mean they're both obviously very like, um, t- like all about the specific places but the first one was like very people orientated and sort of like drew on stories and like activities and things that we did together and it was sort of so it was such hard work and so intense and like but we had such an amazing time doing it and the our final piece that we came out with we did a big kind of interactive performance walk um on two evenings mm-hmm. as part of both anti university now and London were there Festival dogs allowed yeah, there was yeah, absolutely yeah. no dogs allowed. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the song in the background that's playing is uh, No Dogs Allowed by, uh, from the Snoopy soundtrack. Yeah. So, well, so, yeah. like, basically, the reason we chose that song is because just at every step of the way on, like, our artistic, like, um, I don't know, Journey. journeys, yeah. like, endeavors. we've just been, like, told no, 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 like, the yeah, whole yeah. time, mm. just by, like, ridiculous people, and we just don't know how mm. and why. And, like, both these projects in particular that we've done have been just so great and so successful. And so, like, I think it's semi to do with that and that we're just, like, so frustrated by the fact that, like, we have, like, this utmost trust in ourselves to, like, make an amazing thing, mm. but, like, nobody will, like, actually trust us to do it officially or, like, give us any funding. Yeah. And, like, we just feel, like, barred every corner. <laughs> yeah, fair. But it's also sort of turned into, like... So we call each other dogs all the time now, like, no. when we're pissing each other off, like, <laughs> yeah, in, okay. in relation to that. But it's also sort of turn, turned into, like, a term of affection of, like... Okay, just, so you guys work with a lot of uh, audio walks. I mean, I, uh, particularly the one that happened in uh, Paddington Basin that kind of looked at the idea of private and public space. Yeah. Um, and now we have a song called uh, London Road in Bloom, London Road Company and Band. And when we previously talked before we just started recording, uh, you guys <laughs> mentioned that uh, this song had a particular influence on what you guys mm-hmm. do. Do you guys want to tell me a little bit about why you picked this song? Because you guys do deal with issues that are particular to London, um, yeah. with yeah. with uh, with the, with the space or to the locality that you're actually in. Yeah. So the song actually refers to London Road in Ipswich. Mm. Okay, so it's not. <laughs> so yeah, it's so this is it's from a theatre piece um, called London Road, which explored. Um, there were some murders of sex workers in Ipswich in... 2006. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and this theatre maker, Aleki Blythe, um, went and kind of spent time in the community. Okay. Um, and she kind of took interviews with people around the area to sort of see how the crime was affecting them. Okay. I think. The area had a really bad reputation um, and was quite run down. So, and then she teamed up with a composer and turned it into this big music theatre piece using all the kind of interview material that she collected. Mm. So when we first started making the smallness inside the bigness, one of our first kind of reference points was like, oh, we think it might be a bit like London Road. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was really hard to. I think we've described yeah, what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no like, we didn't doing. know and nobody else yeah. knew. And I think so. even like up until the last minute, like people were like, so it's going to be a bit like this, and then that could happen, and then you could make a map, and we were like, oh my god, no, like, this is not how it's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, the first thing we also did was start, we started doing interviews. Yeah, that was sort of how we based our 
the start that I was there. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it was really hard to describe to people. Oh, we were kept calling it like a theatre piece as well, which it was. It was like kind of the basis of it. So people kept imagining they were going to come to a sit-down show. Yeah. 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 Which couldn't have been further from. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of the participatory practice goes goes mm. into this, right? So mm. um, how did you get people to open up about their situations and within the communities that they're... So, You've looked at people in uh, Paddington and then wh- which areas of London have you... Um, I suppose the main two projects we've done, the Paddington one yeah. and the one in Telltale Crescent Tulsa. Gardens, okay. um, are the ones where we... I mean, we, more with Crescent Gardens, we were, like, yeah, working with people. One. But we, yeah. were, we were based there for, like, maybe a year before we presented what we... What's had. the context of Crescent Gardens? They're trying to um, demolish? Or, yeah. Right? It's a, yeah, it's a... Very nice uh, housing estate, um, just on Tulse Hill. It mm-hmm. looks, it's, it like borders Brockwood Park. Um, yeah, they've just been, the Camp, Lambeth Council have been trying to uh, demolish it and turn it into uh, mostly private housing. Luxury, so, yeah. accommodation. Um, affordable. Affordable. Yeah, yeah. Um, which the majority of everyone in the community, um, including most of the residents, don't want to happen. So they've been putting up a fight for yeah, yeah five years now. Um, yeah to try and save their estate, which is, yeah, still still going strong, so okay. hopefully. Okay, cool. So you guys approached these people that were living in the estate yeah. and stuff through yeah. interviews, I'm guessing, first, and yeah. Yeah. how was how was, um, uh, how was the reception of that? How was um, how did people react to you guys doing this very community-based collaborative work with the people that you're, that you're looking at? Um, yeah, it was quite like... Uh, they have like a really open tenants and residents association. Yeah, yeah. so we went to quite a few yeah. meetings. Um, yeah. We were very like present in the area, I think. Yeah. yeah. Which helped. I literally went round basically and knocked on people's doors for like <laughs> pretty much a year. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like after work, um, I'd walk through the park and I'd walk through the estate to get home. And then mm-hmm. as I walked home, I'd just like do a little round and. Um, and made an awful leaflet. Yeah, yeah we made a really we made a terrible leaflet. leaflet that like didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I just like written it in like a spiral. It's like really difficult to read and like badly photocopied. Okay, so, like, so you can see the edges. Kind of like Nicki Minaj's lyrics. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why why uh, why super bass by Nicki Minaj, guys? Like I need to know. I mean, it's so, yeah. do you guys have like a bonding moment? Kind like, of, yeah? kind of a bonding moment. Yeah, um, so yeah, as Molly mentioned, like, the concept of, like, no, it's pretty, pretty, like, present in our lives, (laughs) yeah, um, and then just, also we've got very, um, in order to, like, make these sort of, like, far-fetched projects happen, we've had to sort of adopt this extremely, um, military working style. Yeah, like within ourselves. <laughs> within ourselves. So yeah. the way we work as a dynamic, I think, is very alien to like a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> and people it's, are it, it's very strict and we're like very abusive towards <laughs> each other. Okay. And we basically have this contract that we all wrote ourselves and signed. Okay, perfect. That we have to stick to. Yeah. Um, and so there's like this bit in this song I'll point out when it comes. Fine. And we thought she was just saying no way and yeah. singing it over and over again. So we used to sing it to, at each other. Yeah. If somebody like stepped out of line. Yeah. Or okay. Or <laughs> yeah. Right. I didn't even like realise it was part of this song. <laughs> <laughs> and then we re-listened to it and we were like, oh, we've just got this completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But yeah. So we, whenever anybody like went against the contract, 
two of us would just like wave our fingers. <laughs> like, no way. Yeah. No, 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 no way. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that. Um, so it was more like a mark of like, um, stuck right there. Yeah. And think about what you're doing. Yeah. Because it's not in the contract. Okay, <laughs> alright. So it's kind of a, so basically, yeah. Nicki Minaj keeps you guys a little bit in check. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's watching over us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so these, uh, these leaflets that you guys were doing to, like, uh, yeah, try to reach audiences, uh, and, well, not audiences, like the community, yeah. basically. Did you purposefully make them sound like a Nicki Minaj song, or...? Oh, well, like the concept of the spiral. <laughs> um, no, that was... The this the bit. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> alright, alright, nice. Okay, cool. Um, no, they were just... They were just crap leaflets. Yeah, I think okay. it was like, just all the no learning curve. Yeah, but obviously, know, like the second week, me and Rosa had seen that Alice had like sent out an like a, a legible. Is that the right word? <laughs> yeah, a leaflet. Um, we were yeah. just like, what have you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how many people you know participated in your audio walks and loads? Um, yeah, the so. first one, loads of people came, and we had to and do like tickets on Eventbrite. Aye, but. They just booked up straight away and we were just like, anyone can come, anyone can come. And we ended up with like, I don't know, I think, was it 120 people or something in total over two nights? It's good. Yeah. And, you know, what kind of uh, what kind of people would come? Because I, I feel as if a big thing of degenerate space is to not misrepresent uh, yeah. Yeah. or be at risk of misrepresenting yeah. anybody that's uh, participating yeah. or is part of the community that you're working in. So what, so uh, how... You know, mm. how did it... It was, like, all sorts of people. Because yeah. um, we were quite well-known in, like, the local area by that point. Are <laughs> um, <laughs> these three, three <laughs> artists? They're just, like, walking around. They're called the The London Festival of Architecture. The yeah. audience came from there. Yeah. The Anti-University yeah. as well. And then it's also... Nice mix of, yeah. Like, mm. It was interesting. The loads of people from, like... And we had also hosted a film screening, actually, in the community like centre, the Rotunda at Crescium Garden. Mm. So I think like we'd it had sort of vaguely become apparent that we were doing things yeah, there. And so it started to so spread. We, yeah. Okay. Um, and of course like, mostly really local. Yeah. I think. Okay. And from surrounding mm. streets and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So sustainability, you guys told me that you guys self fund this uh, the general space. <laughs> and yeah. you mentioned that I mean yeah <laughs> it, it's a little bit of a but it, 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 you know, it's it's really it's not the best scenario when you have to self-fund your own projects, right? But unfortunately, yeah. in our industry, and if you want to kind of not do something that's particularly standardized, then you yeah. want to have the freedom yeah. to yeah, do for so. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned uh, Molly that um, it kind of allows you guys to have the integrity and freedom to do whatever you want without having to mm. kind of. Yeah, is like that something that, criteria or yeah. whatever. Mm. Is that something that you would like to keep uh, going or? Yeah. I think it's quite hard because especially if you're working with people like a really wide variety of people who are all affected by different things, um, it's really hard to source funding from places which are uh, kind of like non, not harmful to the places to the positions that the people that you're working mm -hmm. with come from. Basically, like a lot of. Uh, people who make, or a lot of groups or people who make community art, I mean you have to, you have to get funding from somewhere. Um, sometimes those places can be a little bit kind of dubious, yeah. which can, I yeah. think, yeah, in that, you know, it depends 
It's just such a sensitive subject. Yeah. I think, I think we were just like, we can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> We'd rather just like... But yeah, I think in the end, we just thought, sold it. Like, yeah. we just do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, I think it just came down to the question of like, doing something or not doing it. Yeah. yeah. And I think as well, because we'd had such like a positive sort of, and like a lot of interest, mm. we knew people wanted to do things anyway. So that sort of spurred us on rather than... Yeah, like we knew it was possible and it was going to be good yeah. and like beneficial. And we weren't like, oh, yeah. we're only doing this if we have funding. We were like, well, we're going to do this regardless. Mm, and yeah. like, good. I yeah. think it is something we think about a lot though, like funding, where funding comes from, how great our lives would be if we had funding, but also like the problems that that would also yeah. throw up as well. Yeah. Um, but we, it's not to say we don't want it though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> if anybody it. wants yeah. it, give it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, we have applied to like a few things that that in like more yeah. rural context and things like that to kind of like widen the things that we do but and yeah we mm-hmm. haven't like okay we'll, yeah because yeah. like now we feel like we have quite a strong portfolio and yeah. like an audience backing us so we feel mm. like right we can and actually that was go the thing as well it. is that we didn't know what we were doing so it's really hard to apply for things yeah, <laughs> yeah. just go yeah, yeah. give us your money like, don't know what, yeah and like no like documentation yeah no material. but now we have quite like a substantial like kind of yeah. back backing to yeah. Yeah. we just know what we're about yeah we know we know yeah. what we're about cool. <laughs> um, so one of the ways that you guys were thinking about sustainability from what you've briefly told me is hosting music nights and being able to maybe bring an income from that that can then help mm. you make bigger bigger projects or is yeah. that not something that because there's a lot of art art collectives in around London now that have started doing that um yeah. That they've tried, they're trying to create an alternative model to, you know, their their practice that also allows them to be self-funded. Mm. Um, so is that something that you guys are thinking about right now, or do you guys have other things that you're like other future like plans? Because I know that you guys are yeah. doing anti-university now festival in 2018 yeah again, I mean we haven't applied yeah. <laughs> we, we always do it yeah. yeah we love anti-university now festival it's like yeah it's really it was the making of us and also like Shiri who is one of the kind of people who um is a key organizer she sort of we met her at a night like it was the strike third birthday party uh, yeah. strike second and she we were just like we want to do the same but we don't know what we're doing and it was her who was just like it doesn't matter we don't care if you don't know what you're doing just apply just apply yeah and so like that just i think that sort of maybe was like a light bulb moment for us when it was just like right get down do this oh yeah. we've got to do it now like and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and i remember like they We're sent committed. they sent <laughs> yeah. us this email in april and it, the festival was in june it was like six weeks to go and by that point we had nothing and oh, we, right. we like had a meeting in a pub and we were panicking uh, yeah, um, yeah. and the contracts got drawn up yeah but um but, but yeah so i think nights and things are something we've sort of thought about and touched on yeah. And like we're really interested yeah. in doing. Yeah. Um mm. yeah, it's eclectic taste. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. nothing's out of the question really, is it? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing. I feel like I feel like it's hard living in London because we're all like doing things all Rose and Margaret now and but you're trying to work and trying to live and like do art and things all at the same time and it's really hard to do all those things and like realise your ideas and like put them into practice Mm. like in the face of like all the other stuff that you have to like deal with it also kind of feels increasingly so that the artists are becoming an entrepreneur because they need to be able to make work Mm. for themselves and Mm. be able to self-sustain themselves without the traditional kind of institutional um 
gates that are, you know, that are increasingly becoming more inaccessible, I feel. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, so, and anything that you guys want to tell us that we should be looking forward to that you guys will be organizing this year or, um, um, or any future plans yeah. that you may... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, Talk in the Park is one of them. Uh, we just want to start holding sort of like small talking sessions in the park because mm. we think that yeah. it would be nice. <laughs> Especially when summer comes around. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm always kind of loath to talk about things because I always think that they're not really going to happen, but then they do, talk, mm. they do happen. But, um, yeah, I think just... Uh, yeah, uh, if, anyone's, if anyone wants to help us do anything, then you should come and chat to us. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we always, we need like, we need loads of stuff.